Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. That's that's a team that is open for business, Ross. That that that's how it's been described to me. They are open for business. You're tuned into the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey. None other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday presented, of course, as always, by DraftKings. Love that we have Jordan Schultz in the house, the terrific NFL insider who's been breaking news left and right. We're less than two weeks away from the NFL trade deadline. So perfect time to talk to Jordan and find out exactly what's going on, separate fact from fiction for some of these potential trades that are being floated about, some of these guys that might be available. Before we get to Jordan, <clears throat> a couple of things. Number one, we'll have a spread the word winner via social media. So that's someone that engages with at Ross Tucker NFL or especially at Ross Tucker pod on any of the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner. So take advantage of any of the sponsors you hear on the show or go to the sponsors page at RossTucker.com. And then I love the YouTube shout-out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Subscribe, comment on any video. Your comment can literally be, I just want a a cameo-style video shout-out from Ross. Speaking of shout-outs, Alexander Kraft is the patron of the day, patreon.com slash RT Media. That's how you become a part of the Tuckhead's private Slack channel family. And get the Even Money Bets spreadsheet. The vaunted Even Money Bets spreadsheet. Speaking of shout-outs, just want to give the shout-out to the Philadelphia Phillies for a really, really cool experience. Took my daughters last night. It was actually their first Phillies game um, that we went to last night. Not a lot of sleep for your boy, but that's okay. It was so worth it. And that's going to be my, my word of wisdom Yay. When in doubt in life, do it. You know, I mean, it's not ideal on a Tuesday night. They had to miss their activities. They're going to be tired for school today. I'm tired for my shows today. 
There was a lot of traffic with all the events, all that stuff. It was so worth it. It was a life memory for them forever and a life memory for me forever. Really, really cool environment, cool experience. That's my word of wisdom. If you're not sure whether or not you should do something with your family or friends, when in doubt, do it. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Well, as mentioned, we are less than two weeks away from the NFL trade deadline. So I wanted to bring on one of the best insiders in the business. He's been on the show before, has an awesome background, awesome story. His name is Jordan Schultz. Check out all of his stuff. Probably the best way is social media, at Schultz underscore report on Twitter, at Jordan Schultz on IG, and at real Jordan Schultz on TikTok. We got to get all those the same, Jordan. Like, I can't I, be I, giving out three different handles. You know I, what I mean? I know. I, I, uh, you're not the first person that told me that. My wife told me that. My sister told me that. The problem is, is that you can't get all three of you because they're taken. So until further notice, unfortunately, that's my reality. No, I got it. I'm just messing with you. All right. So with the trade deadline's a little less than two weeks away. Yeah. So I like to try to get ahead of it a little bit as much as we can. I guess the first question, it feels like, you know, for the last week or so, maybe two weeks, we've been hearing rumors about the Broncos, the Vikings, the Panthers. I mean, do you get the sense that this will be a more or less active trade deadline than usual or about the same? I think it's going to be slightly more with the thought process being that because several teams, a lot of the teams believe that there are incredibly gifted generational signal callers. I mean, that's that, that's a long way of saying we have incredibly talented quarterbacks in this class. So it's not just Caleb Williams. There's, it's Michael Penix. It's Drake May. Um, there's a lot of guys that really stand out. And I think everyone's going to jockey to get that number one pick with Caleb Williams, which means you could have teams, quote unquote, tanking. And as a result of it, you're going to see a lot of movement. Um, I've had several NFL clubs tell me that they could see this being one of the busier trade deadlines with the thought process being that because teams want Caleb Williams, because teams want Drake May, maybe a Michael Penix, they're going to they're going to move up and and or, or try to move, you know, move assets and try to essentially, you know, tank. Wow, that is interesting. Um, but it makes sense, right? I mean, there's nothing more like just look at the Houston Texans, right? Like you get a quarterback that looks like they're the real deal early. It's like gold, man. It's unbelievable. And if it's funny because you don't really have to do anything to get them other than lose. <laughs> yeah, I think CJ Stroud, it's I wonder if 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 you look back at the last six months, the pre-draft process was Stroud, and everyone there was that report saying that he struggled um, you know pre-draft with his what it wasn't the wonder lick it was it was other testing mental aptitude and everyone was saying well cj stroud maybe he's not the guy and you heard that take over the draft process then he comes in and through the first month he sets the record for throws without an interception his yardage is remarkable he looks i mean the guy looks like a million bucks he he looks like the real deal he has single-handedly changed the texans uh, compass they are now pointing strictly north you know i mean they have done an, a great job 
with with him. And I think he's the guy that teams look at and say, if we can get one of those, then we'll be good. Because Houston has been utterly rudderless really over the last decade. And now they get who they believe is their is their franchise cornerstone. And now they look like a potential playoff team. So that's what teams look at with Caleb Williams. They see him, and I know he struggled against Notre Dame, Ross, but they see Caleb Williams, and they say, if we can get one of those, we're good. Everything else will fall into place. And that's why I think you're going to see a, a pretty a pretty hectic trade deadline. Jordan, you're you're way late on this. He had a bad game against Notre Dame. He stinks now. Like you, 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 you're totally mis- He had one bad game, so now he stinks. You got to pay attention, man. Things move fast. And you're on TikTok. You should know this. Things move fast in the media world. It, it, it makes me laugh. Like, you're not allowed to have one bad game and then people what, start. What oh, now Drake May is better though. than him. He just, I don't, I, because I didn't see it. I know I saw the highlights. He made three terrible interceptions, but was it a scheme thing or what, what happened? No, he's not. He wasn't that bad. I mean, it wasn't a good game for him, but he's been, he set the bar so high. Yeah. They don't have a great O line. Their defense stinks. He's like running around. I mean, some of the plays he makes are crazy. Now people have a problem because he does too much stuff out of structure. Right. That- when when every time people love when Mahomes and Josh Allen do stuff out of structure, the whole thing it's uh, it's what do they call it? Paralysis by over analysis. I think yeah. at times. Let's dive into some of these teams though, because it is interesting the teams that are being rumored a lot. Let's start with the Vikings, who were just fascinating. They did get their second win. Uh, against the Bears it wasn't pretty but you know Justin Jefferson who knows when he's coming back man with this injury and he never got the contract he wanted and it already felt like this offseason with Thielen and with Zedarius Smith that it's like the Vikings almost went into this year Jordan with a self-analysis or self-scout saying you know we weren't really as good as we were last year we won every close game and maybe they were right so there's a lot of chatter about their guys. So why don't we start with the big one, Cousins, and other guys you think, you know, might have yeah. a chance to be moved by Minnesota. My stance on Cousins has been the same for a while, that because he has the no trade clause and because he's set to hit free agency, it would behoove him to stay in Minnesota. If he has to go to, hypothetically, another team and learn a playbook over the course of a month or a few weeks and then play out the rest of the season, that's not going to serve him well in free agency. I I highly doubt he'll be a Minnesota Viking after this season, but I also highly doubt he's going to get traded because I don't see him waving. I just, I don't understand how that helps him. And ultimately I know he's been in Minnesota. He's had great success there, but um, I do think both sides will move on after the season. Um, They have a, they have a two game stretch now uh, or a one game or a couple games now coming up, including with San Francisco where, you see a pretty hard path to them winning. They don't have Justin Jefferson. You have to wonder, Ross, if they were to lose a couple more in a row, if they go into panic mode and just become full-on sellers. And if that's the case, does Justin Jefferson even return this season? What's the benefit to him returning if he doesn't have his contract, which I think he should have gotten, and if, if they're not winning games? So there's a lot of uncertainty with Minnesota. You know, Daniel Hunter is a guy that has played outstanding football for a long time, especially this season. Again, um, has a reasonable contract. He'll be a free agent. KJ Osborne will be a free agent. And um, again, Harrison Smith wants to be in Minnesota. He's much older now at this stage in his career. But I can see all of those guys are 
one or two of those guys, I should say, getting moved. You know, the issue is, like for Hunter, you know, he's going to get a lot of money in free agency. So he'll be like a third-round compensatory pick, essentially, for the Vikings. Yeah. So you got to give more than that. And if you're going to give more than that, are you going to make sure you want to sign him to a new contract now? Because if you're giving up more than a third-round pick, then you want to make sure you're securing this guy for a few years. And I feel like that really complicates things because Hunter's going to want a boatload of money. And it's hard to do those deals, I feel like, sometimes in a, in a really short window. Correct. But trading him would save them over $8 million bucks, And that's a key factor here. Uh, cap always comes down. It's always important to, to save money when you can, especially when you're not going to be a playoff team. Hunter... Hunter's probably their most valuable guy right now uh, that's actually on the field. He, he's really been, I mean, he, he's been one of their better players for a while. Um, and so he signs a one-year deal worth $17 million. A comp pick, you said it's a third-rounder? Well, g- given what he would get on free in free agency, yes, it would be okay. a third-round pick. He would get a ton of money, so he'd be at the very top of the comp pick list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other team that's really interesting to me is Washington. They, they've they been so up and down week to week. I, I never really know what to make of them. Um, I don't know what to make of Ron Rivera. I just, it's very hard to predict what they're going to do. But they do have two guys essentially playing the same position in Montez Sweat and Chase Young, both represented by Clutch Sports. And I don't know if Washington's going to be able to pay both of those guys, you know? So, that's another really fascinating one because they have great value. I think both could command a two or a three, but the fact that you're not going to be able to to likely pay him means that you could see a scenario where one gets moved. So what's interesting to me about that is like Ron Rivera needs to win this year. So uh, I always think that like, how does he benefit from trading sure. one of those guys now? Sure. If I believe he needs to win this year, to have any chance to come back with the new owner, right? Yeah, I I, I would be surprised if – let me rephrase that. Ron, Ron Rivera's got one of the hotter coaching seats in the league. I think he knows it, and I think new ownership really wants to put their fingerprints on the organization to be sustainable. You know, they – Dan Snyder ran this this franchise into the ground for decades. They, they've been irrelevant when lost they've been irrelevant from a brand they just they haven't had any tangible success so the new ownership group wants so badly to have sustainability and if you know you're not going to be able to pay both guys then it from a sustainability standpoint makes sense to move on from one and you know get significant draft capital that that's really all i'm saying all i'm saying jordan is that labat blue light is absolutely delicious and that's what I'll be having this weekend, even Thursday night when I'm watching Thursday night football. Drink some Labatt Blue Lights like I do with my friends. I actually will be drinking for sure tomorrow night Labatt Blue Light with my friends. I might even be drinking Labatt Blue Light with a Hall of Famer. Check my social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Always enjoy responsibly beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jordan, what about the team that's been maybe talked about the most? Denver. And that's the the Denver Broncos. I mean, I mean, it's there's been reports about them being willing to move guys. And I mean, they just kind of got rid of Randy Gregory and Frank Clark. It's weird what's going on right now in Denver. That's that's a team that is open for business, Ross. That that that's how it's been described to me. They are open for business. And, you know, they're they're not gonna trade Russell Wilson, okay? But pretty it, you look down that, that roster, and there's just a lot of names there that you could see being moved. First of all, you have the receivers. You have Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy. Now, it seems like they've been on the trade block for a year. Last year, I thought Denver could have moved Judy, but they wanted essential. They really wanted a one in return. They're not going to command that now for Judy or Sutton. But I could absolutely see one of them being moved. Um, Denver has been a disaster. Okay, so the new G or sorry, the new head coach, Sean Payton, he comes in. He's supposed to be the Russell Wilson quarterback whisperer. It hasn't really played out. I know Wilson's stats are better, but the team has not improved. If anything, they've gotten worse. Um, and I think Sean Payton is his show now with respect to George Payton, the GM. Sean Payton, it's his show. And if he wants something done, it's going to get done. So to me, um, really go down that roster. The only guy that should be untouchable is Patrick Sertan. He he should be untouchable. He's a franchise cornerstone in his, in his third year. He's an all-pro at a premium position. He should be untouchable. But everyone else, to me, could be available. And that includes Garrett Bowles. That includes both receivers. So there you have it. Denver's open for business. The other team that's interesting to me, Jordan, um, just because of how it's playing out right now, is the Tennessee Titans because two years in a row, they've taken one of the highly touted quarterbacks, which is interesting. Now they've gotten him in the second and third round. Now here we find out Tannehill has another high ankle sprain. Now they have a bye this weekend. Then they have a game. Then they go to the trade deadline. It kind of felt like this off season, they were doing the balancing acts between trying to win this year, but trying to get ready for the post Tannehill era. Do you think that they could do anything at the trade deadline? Tennessee feels like that team in limbo where it's like, are we going to, are we going to make a playoff push this season or are we just going to move on to next season? So you mentioned Tannehill having the high ankle, which is tough. You have Levis, you have Willis. Um, you know, they have a lot. They have trade assets. I mean, Derek Henry is, is a viable trade asset uh, to say the least. The question for Tennessee now is you have a new GM, a first-year GM in Rand Carthen. You have Mike Vrabel. Both of those guys are really competitive. Carthen's background is scouting. He comes from San Francisco, where obviously they had a lot of success. 
They built around the quarterback. They built around the offense. Uh, Tennessee seems like a team that could absolutely be aggressive. Um, it's my understanding in talking to teams around the league, though, that they th- these next or this next week or two weeks now is going to be really important for them. It's like it's the same thing with I would I would equate it to Minnesota, where both those teams had relatively high expectations of being a playoff contender. Now they're getting into close to the trade deadline where they don't really necessarily or if we don't necessarily see a path toward the playoffs, do we become sellers? And I think that's that this next game for Tennessee is really important as a result. I, I would I would equate that to Minnesota. He is killing it on the insider trail these days. Make sure you're checking him out like I do on social media at Schultz underscore report. Is Twitter, Jordan Schultz on IG, at Real Jordan Schultz on TikTok. Jordan, thank you so much for the time and coming on the show, man. Great to talk with you again. It'll be fun over the next couple of weeks to see how it plays out. We'll be following your posts. My pleasure, Ross. Thank you, bro. Love talking with Jordan Schultz and getting the updated info, just like I love the fact that you can learn a language in as little as 10-minute lessons from Babbel. Well, I know a lot of people go on vacation internationally over the holidays. You know, maybe it's between Christmas and New Year's. I know people do that. Can't recommend Babbel highly enough. My daughters and I and my wife, we took a few of the lessons before we went to Ecuador and the Galapagos Islands helped tremendously. It's designed by real people for real conversations and it's bite-sized Segments, bite-sized lessons, which I love. Here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Ross. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash Ross, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Ross. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Ross, we'll start flag football. We'll be in the Olympics in 2028. This is huge. So huge, Jack. I'm going to make it my Labatt take of the day. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. I absolutely love the fact that flag football is going to be in the Olympics. First of all, I never played flag football in my life, and I love what it's done for our country and internationally in terms of the growth of American football. I go to some of my friends' kids or my nephew's flag football games. There are kids playing flag football as far as the eyes can see in every direction. I love it because it introduces young people to football without having to worry about the contact or the collisions and the helmet and the shoulder pads and that stuff. Some people aren't into that, and that's totally fine. If you want to just play flag football, that's great. If you do want to eventually play tackle football, it's a great introduction into tackle football. You get to catch the ball. You don't have to worry about being a lineman when you're younger. I I, I think it's wonderful, and it's in like 100 countries now. 20 million people. It's growing the sport internationally. I love everything about this. 
The NFL approves new procedure for in-person interviews instead of, or in, in, NFL approves new procedure for in-person interviews of coaches employed by other teams. Right. So what they're saying now is they want to not have any interviews for assistant coaches who are in the playoffs until after the divisional round. They're trying to slow down the process and they want to not have these teams in the first couple of the rounds, you know, affected by their assistant coaches interviewing for head coaching jobs or worried about that. They don't like the process. I get that. What I don't understand is most of the people are going to want to interview guys that are on the best teams that are in the conference championship game. So how does it solve that issue? Number one, number two, all you're really probably doing here is asking for tampering like crazy because people are still going to want to try to get an edge and get a head start on the candidate or candidates that they really are interested in. The NFL is trying to define the hip drop tackle so that they can ban it. Going to be hard to define it. I'll be curious to see how they do it. You know, you already can't horse collar. Now we'll see how they how they define the hip drop tackle. I, I, I understand the goal. And maybe if they can define it and teach it and penalize guys, maybe they'll do a better job of not doing it. I don't know. Rams defensive back Darian Kendrick was arrested on felony gun possession, and Colts nose tackle Grover Stewart was suspended six games under PED policy. Yeah, that's problematic uh, for both teams. I think Kendrick was starting for the Rams at corner, and Grover Stewart's one of the underrated, really, really good defensive tackles in the NFL. That's a big loss for the Colts. Here's the deal. We're in the fourth quarter of this podcast. Fourth quarter is where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. In business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub, to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Eagles signed wide receiver Julio Jones, the defensive back Josiah Scott. Right, plus the Packers signed running back James Robinson. And the Rams, I think, signed three running backs. Miles Gaskin, Royce Freeman, Daryl Henderson. That's because their top two guys, Ronnie Rivers, as well as um, Kyron Williams, are both injured. Packers need to have some depth there. The Eagles, well, first of all, they, they're so ravaged by injury at safety and at nickel. Josiah Scott was there in camp. He knows the system. So that makes a lot of sense to me. The Julio Jones one, I think, is because Quez Watkins went on IR, and they know they're kind of uh, one guy away from having an issue there. Other than that, I think we're done here. Tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shoutouts, myfrontpagestory.com. Guys, the holidays are like two months away. 
Get on it now. Knock it out. Myfrontpagestory.com. Backofficeschedule.com. Go-Bangles.com. SteakhouseSports.com. HumanHeadNYC.com. Sportaculture. And Pizza Boy Brewing.